For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by BetOnline AG. I'm your host, Stacey Pates. The Washington Mystics hosted your LA Sparks on Tuesday night. These two teams have faced off twice this year with each team coming away with a victory apiece. The Mystics came into the contest with an 8-14 record overall, putting them at fourth place in the Eastern Conference standings. Your LA Sparks sit at 10-13, putting them in fifth place in the West. Winning on the road is never an easy task, and this is a time where the Sparks need to gain momentum as they're going to be on the road for a minute. On this episode, we're going to hear from the head coach and general manager, Derek Fisher, Nia Coffey, Arella Garantes, and Chenea Gumake. Obviously a, uh, a tough one tonight. I have a two-part question. Was tonight's game a reminder of just how thin the margin for error is as you guys try to make a push uh, to the playoffs? And two, with it being 824 Mamba Day, how cool was it to see your players wear uh, 824 shirts in memory of your friend and uh, former teammate Kobe Bryant? Um, yeah, I'll start with, with the, the Kobe question first. Uh yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's meaningful to, you know, the entire basketball world and, and really kind of the greater, you know, world at large. Like, uh, you know, he, he impacted so many people's lives and, and you know, even as close as we were, it, it was hard to, I think, fully appreciate it, um, unfortunately, until after he was gone. Like, I just really, you know, sometimes see your own brother or your own family in a certain way. Um, and the way we've reacted to his loss or his absence, um, you know, I think has been moving and inspiring and aspirational for so many people. So, um, you know, I, I think our players are, um, right to, you know, honor, um, and celebrate someone that, that did so much for their sport. Um, and, you know, he, his daughter, his family. Um, you know, continuing to create opportunities for young girls and women. And, you know, those are things that we should all be doing. Um, to the first question, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we, you know, needed, I guess, a reminder about how, you know, the, in terms of the March for error, just in this league overall, like that's just part of it. And, you know, in a shorter season, we're going to have a, a more tight and, and compact uh, race for, you know, playoff spots and, um you know, so I don't think that's really new to, you know, most of our players. I, I'm probably the one, you know, adjusting to it still more than, than them. Um, but I, I think it was more a reminder for us of, you know, uh, the margin for error in any game, but in particular on the road, um, is, is really small. And, and you can't start the game poorly uh, the way we did tonight. And so, uh, you know, Washington, you know, they, they jumped out. They were, they were uh, the, the more... I think ready team, the more prepared team, and um, you know they really took control of the game right out of the gate. 
Rashawn Haylock with Spectrum. Hey, Coach. Uh, you just talked about the start. Um, what were some things that jumped out to you uh, on both ends about the way you started tonight? Um, I mean, I'll start, like, you know, offensively first in terms of, like, you know, we had some looks that we didn't convert. Um, and I, I think we got a little discouraged because the ball didn't go in a few times early on. And so we, we couldn't find a way to get comfortable offensively. Um, and that, But that happens sometimes, you know, through the course of the game and, and through the course of the season. Uh, I'd say probably in particular on the road. But I think what was more, you know, kind of frustrating and disappointing was our, our start on the defensive end. Um, you know, we just weren't touching people at all. We weren't, um, you know, we didn't play the type of defense that we need to play against a good team. Uh, like Washington. So that, that's really where the game got away from us. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to allow a team to, you know, to feel comfortable enough to score 28 points in, in two quarters, um, you're going to have a tough time winning. So th that's really more the anchor of who we are um, in terms of, you know, our defense. And, you know, we, we didn't bring that from the start tonight. And we'll be back with more right after this. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Despite that loss um, and how you started, uh, the bench was able to kind of make the score a little bit more respectable there in the fourth quarter um, with some energy. Um, just did you see anything out of that group, you know, towards the end of the game that you liked? And, you know, um, can is that is that something, you know, that, that you can can you take any solace in the fact, you know, that they came in and, and brought some energy, even though it was, you know, a little bit too late? Yeah, no, I think for, for you know, our, our players that, uh, you know, came off the bench tonight and, and, you know, we have some young players in that group that, uh, you know, sometimes don't get as many minutes. And so I thought it was a great opportunity for them to get out and compete. Uh, and, and they did a good job. You know, we, we uh, uh, you know, we continue to play and try and work our way back into this game, like irrespective of the score. And, you know, we talked about that at halftime that, you know, we have to keep working and building the right habits you know, and trust, trust the process and the journey. And, you know, we, we had to try and disconnect from the score um, at the half. So, you know, that, that group deserves a lot of credit uh, for continuing to play. Um, you know, they got to the free throw line, which always helps. Um, and, you know, I, I'm still confused. Uh, you know, if you saw me get a technical foul tonight, I have no idea why Neka Agumike cannot get to the, to the free throw line. I wanted to say a more aggressive word than that, but um, just in case my kids are watching or other kids are watching or, or, or listening, I won't say it. Um, it's just disrespectful at this point that it continues to happen. That's just the way I'm going to say it. Like, you know, she played almost 200 minutes and can't get to the free throw line. Like five free throws in, I feel like, 170 minutes almost um, for a player of her caliber that, plays as aggressively as she plays on the offensive end, that's not happening to other good players around the league. It's just not. So it's just excuses at this point that she can't get there. But 
has nothing to do with us not playing defense. Um, but there's no question that it impacts the way a game flows when your best players can't get to the free throw line. Time for one more with Coach Miriam Swanson, LA Daily News. Hey, Derek. Yeah, you sort of answered my question about the tech. Um, I, I, I guess, I, I, what, what is your message to the team like after this one? Like, how do you, how do you guys kind of go forward? Yeah, no, we just have to continue to, to do the work, like whether you win or lose the game, um, you know, you have to let that one go and start preparing yourself mentally and physically for the next one. Uh, you know, we can't get this one back at this point, uh, you know, but I, I think the message, you know, for the most part, like like I mentioned a few minutes ago is, you know, on the road, you, you can't you can't start as though you don't want the game more than your opponent. You know, it's just not a recipe for success. Uh, so, you know, we, we just have to find a way uh, by the time the game starts Thursday night to, you know, get off to a, a better start, make sure that our opponent knows that, you know, we came to play a strong and disciplined game and, um, and they're going to have to compete all the way to the very end in order to beat us. And, um, you know, hopefully that's something we can find a way to do over the next, um, I guess, 44 hours or so. Questions for Nia Coffey. We'll start with Chris Camello, Nightcast Media. Hey, Nia. Uh, obviously a, a tough loss tonight, but uh, you played well, especially in the second half uh, coming up off the bench. Um, so, yeah, just uh, kind of a reaction to, to your performance uh, tonight uh, as you continue to readjust to a bench roll. And uh, two, was this game a reminder that, you know, the margin for error is thin uh, on this road trip as well as for the rest of the season? Yes. So regardless of the situation, I was just trying to play hard on both sides um, and just be aggressive. And then, yeah, it is a reminder um, that we always have to come out strong and be ready to go, especially when we're on the road. Rashawn Haylock, Spectrum. Hey, Nia, um, what do you think contributed to the slow start tonight from your vantage point? Um, we could have just, you know, come out a lot more aggressive on both sides and just stick to us. Um, I think we kind of let them get us out of our rhythm um, and we're just playing catch up. So just staying true to us and focusing on what we need to do. David Yapkowitz, next hoops. Hey, Nia. Um, you know, you guys have another game Thursday night against Connecticut. Um, does it kind of help at all knowing that, you know, you got to get ready for that game right away so that you can kind of just wash away, you know, what happened tonight? You know, does, do you guys see that as, you know, hey, you know, you got another opportunity to, to come out better on, on Thursday? Yeah, so, of course, learn from tonight um and just keep moving forward i mean that's literally all we can do and just start focusing on how we can be better and just how to um just be ready for next game you talked about just going in there and just continuing to play hard um what did you guys kind of show in that second half um yourself and also what did you think about our relish play tonight as well i mean we just i mean we had nothing to lose at that point so we were just going out there and just literally playing our best on defense, on offense, just just leaving it all on the court. I mean, that's our only option at that point. I thought Arella did amazing um, coming in and 
you know, on defense, on offense, like just being ready when her name was called and she showed that tonight. So I thought that whole second group, we did a really good job of just keeping our composure and just working together. Hey, Nia. Um, Coach Fisher was saying uh, that, that sort of like I said, halftime, you guys had to separate yourselves from the score. Was that sort of the, the message at halftime? And um, like, how, how do you guys go about that? Yeah, um, one of our goals was to win the second half and we did do that and at that point like you just have to go out and play focus on like one possession at a time focus on what player we're running how they're guarding us um just reading that on that side rebounding then making sure that we're getting back on defense we're being aggressive at the point of attack like all that stuff um and then once you're once you're playing like that once we got back into like how we normally play like the score was taking care of itself so i mean it's hard because you always like look at the score and you want to try to whatever focus on that but at this point we just literally had to focus on one possession at a time questions for arella garantes um which which strides do you feel like you made uh tonight individually um i think i was just um being aggressive which kind of just opened the floor a lot for um some some great runs that we had and um changing momentum I think uh, just coming off the bench, being an energizing runny, um, and just just playing basketball really. That's that's the stride I made. It was just kind of letting go of fears and letting go of just um, expectations of me, um, and just really just going out there and just playing the win. How did that feel, and and how do you think that can help you going forward? Honestly, it felt great. Um, it felt great because I can just see like my teammates feeding off of that, and it was just like times where I would I would be out of it for a second or tired, and just seeing their momentum um, pick up from my previous momentum, and then like it was just bouncing off of each other. Honestly, it just really felt good, um, just playing free and just just playing the win. Chris Camello, Nightcast Media. Hey, Arella. Um, obviously, a tough night, uh, but you were actually able to to get out there. Um, so, what was uh, to, to get that extended time? How important was it, if nothing else, just to kind of shake off the rust and also, um, you know, talk about how this road trip is definitely a thin. Was this game in particular sh uh, showing on this type of road trip that? Um, there is a thin margin for error that you, you have to come out and play hard every single night. Was it a reminder of that? Absolutely. Um, it's hard to win on the road. And um, we understand that we have to be our, together at our best when we are on the road because most of the time it's just us and we don't have the fans cheering for us and building off their momentum. So, like, um, it's important to start – um, but, you know, it's basketball. Everyone has their their runs and everyone is not going to be perfect every night. So it's like my job was to really just come off and bring that spark, really. Um, and I think it shows, like, the coaches and, um, you know, my team that even though, like, I'm not out there all the time, I'm still staying ready and I'm doing my part so that when I do get my time or um, coach needs me, um, and my team needs me that I'm there to pick them up.
what did you see out there in the fourth quarter from um, the bench group there? I mean, you know, you guys were able to, to kind of cut into that, make the score a little bit more respectable. You know, just what kind of positive things can you take away from the energy you brought in the fourth there? Um, knowing, and, and, you know, what is what can that do going forward? You know, knowing that your bench is kind of, you know, you there, uh, Nia, Taya, and now Shanae back, you know, strengthening that bench. Just what can you take away, too, going into the um, I think our conversation right before, right um, after halftime was we have to work on our chemistry too. Um, uh, no matter what happens, no matter what the first group is doing, we have to make sure we come in and we, we show that spark, regardless of the score, regardless of how everything's going. And I think our big thing um, during that fourth quarter was just unity. We didn't even pay attention to the score. I looked up at the end of the game and I was like, oh crap, we're down by 10. Like, we were just just playing as hard as we could and you know leaving nothing left on the floor questions for chenea gumake we'll start with rashawn haylock with spectrum just wondering you know quick turnaround from sunday wondering how how you're feeling um physically oh, i'm feeling good i'm feeling all right um still you know it's it's a, a big adjustment going you know like i said last time going like your Practices are your games, per se. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm just happy to be available for the team in how, however, you know, however way. Uh, so I think that I feel good um, getting my legs back, which is nice. And I'm excited. I mean, this road trip is still a huge opportunity for us. And we've done a lot of good things the last few weeks. Uh, now we have more improvements. But nonetheless, I don't think this team gets, you know, their head down. We just learn and look forward to the next opportunity. As one of the vets, sort of what's the message, you know, after one like this? And y'all, please excuse me. I'm going to put my earrings on while we're talking because I tend to forget all my jewelry and never wear them in, like, until the next game. So, like, I'm trying to be better with that because my parents gave me my jewelry. So, uh, And it was nice. My dad and my little sister at the game today. Uh, as a vet, I think, you know, just holding ourselves accountable for making the right play and making, you know, our lives easier. I think we play hard. It's now about, you know, figuring out how to play smarter together collectively as a unit. And so, um, you know, we have great leadership. We have Christy, we have NECA, we have Wheezy, um, and even myself as a vet. I just think that leaning on the wisdom of Coach Fisher and our vets, we have a depth of knowledge. And now I think it's just putting it all together to, to piece together wins again. So. I love our team. I love our vets. I love our young players. I just think that uh, tonight was just, you know, Coach Tar would say, Coach Tar, you guys know, um, some days you're the dog and some days you're the hydrant. And sometimes, you know, people come out with the punch. And I think we just have to learn. We have to learn from this this game and just look forward to how we can improve on the next. Miriam Swanson, LA Daily News. Hey, Miriam. Hey, girl. Um, yeah, I want to see your earrings. <laughs> First, I got my necklace, okay? So, uh, baby steps. <laughs> hey, okay, so speaking of family, how, how come NECA can't get a call? <laughs> so, I mean, I already got a lot. A reason I got my flagrant was because I watch. I've all done, it feels like all this season I've watching just trying to be ready for this team and coming back. And watching what she has to go through on a night-to-night -night basis, everyone knows the context of which of what we've experienced over the course of the last few months and the summer. And to see that it in some ways carries over to the league that she literally gives her heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears to, like 
there has to be more respect put on her. And I know I'm her sister, but like that also means that I watch everything that she does. And um, it just is not fair, those positions she's put in a lot of times. You see it on one end, how the game is being played. And then on our other end, it's our challenge to like fight for that same type of intensity. But then, you know, it just is a different, it feels like a different ball game at times. I think everyone is doing the best jobs that they can. I just think people tend to, it just is, it's, it's just really hard to, to every day wake up and know that like things just, you know, sometimes the, that regards will not bounce your way. And we just are taught to persevere, but like, you know, look at me, my, now my necklace is stuck on my braid. Um, let me, I'm just trying not to lose my money again, but like, I just hope that things get better because she deserves that. She definitely deserves that. I think she's only shot three foul, uh, foul shots um, in the, I don't know how many games she's been back. And let me tell you, she's strong and she will look unbothered, but hmm. it's not easy to be constantly put in that position and constantly feel like, dang, the world can like, you know, at times can be against you. So, <laughs> but like, look, she's, let me tell you, big sis, I don't, I have not met anyone stronger. You know, so I love her to death. I'm a fight for her and with her um, all day. That's why I'm here to have her back. And I think our team has her back. Coach Fisher has her back. And we trust that good things will come when you do things the right way. Let's just not wait forever for them, please. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't lose my money over that. Again. David Yapkowitz, next hoops. Hey, Shanae. Um you know, I just want to ask you a little bit about the bench there. You know, you've been part of that group since you've come back, um, and they really showed um, a lot of energy there in the fourth quarter, um, you know, to cut into that big lead. Um, just how do you see the bench shaping up uh, as, you know, we go into the stretch of the season here? Um, you know, especially with, you know, players like Nia, Taya, they were starters early in the year, you know, having kind of a defined role like that now off the bench. Yeah, I think, you know, that's been one of the blessings. Like a lot of us have gotten opportunities over the course of the season um, based on the situations that our roster has presented. You know, my sister and I being out for an extended amount of time, us losing Jazz really early. Uh, and so I think that shows now, like that experience. And I, and I think also some nights, like, you know, our, our vets, our starters have played hard consistently and fought, fought a lot of uphill battles. And we're really proud of, you know, the three games prior uh, coming out of break and the work we put in during the break. And so I think sometimes, you know, there are nights like this where like that extra oomph, it's like harder to find. And I think it's on us, especially me as I'm trying to, you know, figure myself out. Um, how many? 18 minutes, y'all. That's right at the limit, 20, <laughs> which, is, which is nice. Like that's, to me, that's a milestone. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Um, so yeah, like, you know, just, just as a unit, um, bringing energy and bringing that experience and that optimism because we know our starters are giving their all consistently. So just having their back in nights like this. The Sparks gave up 28 points in both the first and second quarters and lost 78 to 68 to the Washington Mystics. The Mystics now 9 and 14 overall. Your LA Sparks 10 and 14 overall. And LA will continue to play on the road until September the 9th when they return to Los Angeles and host the Connecticut Sun. For now, they're looking forward to the Connecticut Sun at their place on Thursday the 26th and Saturday the 28th. Good luck, LA Sparks.
Don't forget to like and subscribe to Believe in Sparks, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Luminary, iHeart, and Believe.com. And you can follow Believe Podcasts on social media at Believe Podcasts as well as at Believe Sports. And you can follow me at Stacey Pates. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by BetOnline.ag. This next election. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.